Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. Now, if you're new to my show, you may not know that in June of this year, I was hacked. I was hacked on Twitter. They moved over to Instagram. I lost control of my Instagram account, one of my Instagram accounts, my biggest Instagram account. It had devastating effects on our business. It was a saga, to say the least. I shared that story almost in real time on my show, both Build Your Tribe and The Shalene Show, and that's why I thought it was appropriate to include this episode on both shows. Now, if you didn't catch those episodes, I'm going to encourage you to do so because first I tell the story of how it happened and how I handled it and everything that happened. And let me tell you, it's drama. It is like reality TV. You will feel like you are there with me. So go download those episodes. It's part one, two, three, four. And I I think we might have even done a fifth episode. Each one of them kind of walks you through the steps of how you can protect and how you need to protect yourself and how everything has changed in the last two years. And our habits are super outdated, like crazy outdated. And people don't know. And this is kind of a PSA. It's like this happened to me because I'm a blabbermouth. And, you know, they hacked the wrong girl. They hacked the girl who is going to tell everybody else how to protect themselves. So nanner, nanner. Ooh, I should not have said that. Do not poke the bear. Okay, but seriously, though, go back and listen to those episodes. The first one starts with the title, Passwords Will Not Protect You, and all of which could have been avoided if I had just followed some really simple steps. If you take nothing away from this podcast, if you end it right here, can I just ask you to remember this one thing, like just just this one thing, and I would feel like, okay, mission accomplished. It's this. Passwords do not protect you. It doesn't matter how cockamamie, crazy, ridiculously hard your password is or how often you change it. That does not protect you. Encrypting your passwords and answering your security questions, the questions that you answer to get your password sent to you, that's what matters. And if you're answering those questions honestly, um, you're at risk, big risk. I was hacked not because they got in using my passwords. I was hacked because they were able to guess my security answers. The astronomical cost of that hack on my time, my energy, um, my focus, and loss of income and revenue, I can't even describe to you. And it all could have been avoided if I just followed a few simple steps, one of which is to use a very secure Password management application like 1Password. Now, the reason why I've brought 1Password to you today is not because this is an infomercial for them, but because the things we discuss in this particular episode, if you're using someone other than 1Password, you better make sure that they're doing what 1Password is doing. Because in my own research and in speaking with countless experts to make sure I was as safe as possible, 1Password is at the very top. This episode is to simplify what can seem like a very complicated process of using a password protection or password management application. The only thing I want you to know is that this isn't about passwords. Now, we talk about password management, but your security is so much more than passwords. Okay, are we clear? Now, I thought I knew a lot about 1Password. I mean, I had every single one of my employees, every one of our consultants, everyone in my family, everyone is on 1Password. I believe in it. I think it's an amazing program, an app, I should say. And no, I am not an affiliate. They don't even offer an affiliate program. So why am I bringing this to you? Because I share my answers and I'm pushy. I'm pushy and passionate when I know it's something you need. You need this. 
I have no interest. I have no investments in any password management programs, but I have an investment in you. And I get way too many messages on Facebook, Twitter, email, people calling me, people have my phone number, text, can you help this person? Can you help that person? And you know what I say to them? You should have followed the steps when you heard them on my show. Because I talk to so many people who are like, oh man, I listened to those episodes, but I didn't follow through on every single step. Just as a reminder, all of those tips, the free download for the checklist that my friend Darren created is at beyondthepassword.com. So yo, go download that, listen to this episode, because my lifers are brilliant. You're so smart. Okay, off to the interview with Aline from AgileBits, the creators of 1Password. And how do I say your name? Aline. Aline. You know what's so great about that? It's rhymes with your name. Exactly. <laughs> and so does everyone mispronounce it? Oh, yes. What do they call you? I get a lot of Alan. Um, mm. I get a lot of Eileen. I get a lot of Arlene, even though there's not an R in there. Hey, you know uh, what, girlfriend? I, enough with the R's. Like if I get called Charlene, <laughs> Charlene one more time. Yvette. Right? And your official title? Um, wordsmith. Word, what, what, what the what? <laughs> we uh, we make our own titles. Um, I am definitely a geek. So I am a technical writer. I'm a geek. I live in Phoenix, Arizona with my husband and two cats. Okay, well, I just have to say that it is so nice to have you. And I've been dying to bring somebody who could talk to us about like some of the stuff that's overwhelming to people is the fact that we're not great at technology. And and I think that's the number one reason why people don't take the steps they need to take. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I wanted to have someone from Agile Bits or 1Password, if you will, is because I did my research and then I relied on experts who had done their research and everyone kind of agrees the gold standard is 1Password. Now, I know you work there, but can you tell me First and foremost, just toot your own horn. Why do you think 1Password is superior over the competition? Well, we do put a lot of time and thought into our development process. We put a lot of consideration into everything we do in the app. We have a team of designers um, working for us. So it looks pretty in addition to, you know, having good functionality, in addition to being easy to use. And, um, and you know, some differentiators are that we charge a one-time fee for the app. Um, whereas some other companies have kind of a subscription model where you pay per month or annually, but we charge a fee. That's what you pay for the product and you can use it for as long as you want. You know, we, oh, we I didn't might, know that. It wasn't an annual fee? It's not an annual fee. I did not. Fee. Dude, I did not know that. <laughs> you just dropped a huge bomb on me in Good. the first like four minutes. Yeah, so so it's a one-time thing. And, you know, we do have paid upgrades because development is expensive. So we do need to kind of help pay everybody. So we're on 1Password 5 now. When or if 1Password 6 comes in the future, that might be another fee. But you can still continue to use 1Password 5, you know, for as long as it'll work on your computer. You don't have to upgrade. Um, we have amazing customer support. And and I don't say that lightly, but we really try to go above and beyond for all of our customers. That's mm. our biggest team is our customer support team. And we're always, always working to get, um, goodness forbid, if there's an issue at some point along the way, we're always there to help you out. Um, so it's never like, you're never going to have an email unanswered. That's awesome. Um, that's, yeah. that's huge because it's, it's something that makes people very nervous, as I'm sure you know. And I did my best before we started to kind of describe 
um, what one password does. But as the expert, can you boil it down for us in layman's term? Like if I need to explain this to my mom, how would I explain to her or someone else who's, you know, just doesn't exactly understand this yet. How do you explain what 1Password does? So 1Password is a place where you can keep all of your little bits and bobs of information safe and secure. Um, I think in a sentence, that's it. There's a little bit more. Wow, that was concise. That was concise, girl. That was good. I'm a writer. You've done um, this before, <laughs> clearly. So there's some complexity to it. It's it's also, you know, you can store your usernames, passwords, and websites. And with browser extensions on your computer or with the extension on 1Password for iOS or the custom keyboard on Android, you can fill in usernames and passwords so you don't ever have to remember that stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. So that frees up a whole lot of mental space. But we can also keep track of your credit card. So well, I that's what I wanted to get to. So yeah, um, it, can I rapid fire you on some of this stuff? Sure, okay. absolutely. Because I just want to hit you up with the same questions I had and that I'm constantly okay. getting from my audience. Okay. The first of which is the obvious one. Like, well, wait a second. If I'm putting everything of value into one app, right? Mm-hmm. How dangerous is that? Like, aren't I making this like super easy for somebody who can hack into this thing to have access to my world? So you asked about what differentiates us from other password management services earlier, and this is actually one of the big ones. We are an app, not a service. One password, we don't have any of your information. And we talk about your one password, your master password protects everything um, with 256, uh, with AES 256 bit encryption. And so basically, (laughs) right. So basically what it means is that Your 1Password data, we call it your vault or vaults, you can have more than one, is only on the devices where you put it. It's not on our servers. We don't have access to it. Mm -hmm. And it is only, it is protected by your master password, which is hopefully something that only you know. So even if someone gets a hold of your phone or your computer, they can't get at your data because one, it's encrypted with really secure encryption. And two, you're the only one who knows the password to get into that. Mm. Okay. So then the obvious next question is, what if I lost my master password? Don't lose your master password. <laughs> that's that's the thing. We do not have a way to recover your master password. We built So then what so if if I've just downloaded one password mm-hmm. and I've started storing all of my pertinent information and uh, I've created a quote master password that gets me into one password, then what should I do just assuming that I might lose it? Like, so what precautions do you suggest? So we have, um, well, we don't actually have, we endorse a product called the one password emergency kit. It's not a paid product. It's actually just a PDF. Um, We link to it from our blog. You can go, you can download it and you can fill it out, put it in a safe, a safety deposit box somewhere really secure. And that serves two purposes. One, it does include a field for your master password. We encourage you to write down your master password and keep it somewhere really safe. Mm-hmm. What the emergency kit enables you to do is one, if something happens to you and your spouse or partner needs to, I don't know, pay bills that you're only responsible for mm-hmm. and they need that login information or they need some credit card information or whatever, they can go to the safety deposit box, pull that out, and they've got all of the information they need. It also helps you. We actually had someone write in the other day um, who had had a health event and ha- suffered from memory loss and could mm-hmm. not remember their 
own master password and they had that emergency kit filled out so they were able to access their information. That's like super buttoned up, I have to say. Um, I have mine written down on a piece of paper and I know that Darren Natoni right now is like, what? No. But you know what? I have a big house and there's you'll never find it. But and you wouldn't even know what it meant anyways. Right. Because right? it doesn't say one password master. Like password. You, you wouldn't even know what it meant, but I know where it is. And it's on a post-it note. And so that's my recommendation to people. Just don't label it one password and know where you stuck it. Yeah, just make sure it's somewhere really safe. You know, um, don't put it underneath your keyboard or your mouse or on your computer right. monitor. You know, put it in another room. Put it, you know, with your with your jewelry or, or somewhere really safe. Okay, cool. Okay, so now. I want people to understand this because I have so many lifers right now. Listen, you better be hanging your head in shame right now if this is you who listened to all those episodes and they were like, wow, that is crazy. I do not want that to happen to me. And then they didn't do anything about it. They changed a few passwords. Mm-hmm. They got some type of a, you know, app or something else to store their changed passwords. But they really didn't follow through on the steps that I think are most critical, which is to change your security answers. Yeah, actually, 1Password is excellent for security answers because, you know, in today's society, we kind of live we live really publicly. We have Facebook accounts and Twitter accounts and mm-hmm. blogs and Instagram accounts and all of this fun social media that really helps us connect to other people, which mm-hmm. I absolutely love. I'm an advocate for social media. I met my best friend and the bridesmaid of, at my wedding on Twitter. Like I love social media. It's amazing. But it also, we're living our lives out loud and we put all sorts of information out there. So if you're filling in your security answers honestly, it might not be that hard for people to go through all of that information you're putting out there and find the answers to your security questions. So what we actually recommend is that you use a password manager and you randomly generate gibberish to fill in for those answers. Now, one password does that for you. Well, we can generate the passwords we can't fill in, but we do have what are called custom fields or what we call custom fields. So you can create your login item is what we call it with your username and your password and the website that those credentials are for. Mm -hmm. And you can add a custom field with your security questions. So you'd have the way I do it is I have one security question per field. So I have the label as what is your favorite pet's name? And then I randomly generated a pronounceable password. And it might be, I don't know, fly fall dice three, Mm -hmm. just completely random doesn't make sense to anybody. But that keeps me secure. And the nice thing is I can copy that little password that I generated Mm -hmm. and I can paste it when the site asks me for, for an answer and I don't ever have to remember it. And that's the key. And so if I can just like make this super, super duper simple for people is the reason why I was hacked was not because of my passwords. The reason why I was hacked is because they were able to answer my security questions. All they had to do is call a few reputable sources and say, lost password, answer a few security questions. Now, if I, and back then, <laughs> before one password, I was using honest answers. I was giving the actual name of my first pet. I was listing the city that I was born in. And that's all easy to access. You don't yeah. have to be famous for people to access this. Listen, 
Aline, if I wanted to know everything about you, I can pay, and you know this, I can pay $9 and buy your life's history. Right. And so people are like, oh, well, I don't share anything on social media. I'm like, you, that's not the point. Right. The point is you are alive and people can get at you because everything you've ever done can be sold in a report and I've paid for every service to have everything wiped, but it's still out there. Absolutely. And that's how they got in is because I had answered my security questions correctly. Now, the only way, trust me, I can't even remember both my kids' middle names half the time. So the only way I can keep track of all of this is if I have it in one place with one master password. And so I hope that you're all, and listen, this isn't an infomercial for one password, but this is a passionate push for you to take this very seriously because if I get one more phone call or one more desperate email or one more desperate text message from people like, help, my friend, this happened to him. And I'm like, did they listen to my episode? Did they follow through on the steps? And the answer is always, well, they changed their passwords. Mm -hmm. Isn't that heartbreaking? It's just I'm not heartbroken, I'm frustrated. Oh, I just, we get, we get tickets. um, You know, we have people who write to us and they're like, you know, I I wasn't using, I wasn't using your product or I wasn't using any kind of management tool and everything got hacked. And I just, it it always breaks my heart. Like, it's just. Because it's avoidable. Yeah, it's avoidable. And it's, it's hard to recover from. You it's know this, so, oh right? Oh my gosh, like, it cost us a fortune. It cost me, I mean, I didn't sleep or eat for days. Right. I, it was just, it was horrendous. Yeah, and it's just that that sympathetic part is just like, oh my gosh, you know, you've got to switch all, of, you need new credit card numbers. You need to freeze your bank accounts until you get credit card numbers. Mm-hmm. You need, you know, you you have all of these these usernames and passwords and you've got to go change them all. And, and it's just, there is a lot of work that you have to do and it's just completely demoralizing and it is mm-hmm. completely preventable, you know, if you you know, if you use, All use a product steps. to help you out. Yeah, yeah, and then really understand how to use it. So yeah. one of the things I wanted to mention is that many of the people who listen to the Shalene Show and also Build Your Tribe are, um, we like to call them smart success entrepreneurs. So they tend to outsource and, you know, rely on virtual consultants and staff members. And, and even, you know, a lot of us now are telecommuting. So we share Dropboxes and we share access to our social media. And what I would love for you to talk about is now if I have all of these secret codes and encrypted passwords, how do I safely share that with my virtual team? Oh, this is the beautiful part of 1Password is that you can have multiple vaults. So you can have your bits of information in different places or, you know, your bits of information (laughs) in different places. What does that mean, girlfriend? You can keep them separate or you can keep them all together. But here's the thing. You can have, we call it your primary vault. This is usually for most people, the vault where they put all of their private, you know, information where they use at home. But you can also share vaults with people through services like Dropbox. So So, So if I can do an analogy. Yep. My vault has, my vault has Mm -hmm. everything ever, ever, ever. But Mm -hmm. then I have like a little sub vault with certain, certain passwords that I will share with my virtual staff. And then I have another little sub vault that I just share with my kids. Right. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So you have, you have your vault with everything in it and then you have a, I don't know, a team vault and that has your Instagram, Twitter, Facebook accounts. And then you have your family vault, which has the Netflix password or, you know, that kind of thing. And I, I know that people are already like, what? This is, I'm, I'm so confused. Yeah. Don't be confused. Here's what it, let me just break this down for you. 
when you open up the app, it's just like a file name. It, it's just they, we call them vaults, but it's like, oh, okay, everything in this particular file name, they will only see stuff that they should see. Like, so I'm only sharing things with them that they should be seeing. Mm-hmm. So I know vault sounds so complicated sometimes. Well, Think about it in the physical space. Think about it as a piece of paper instead of a vault. So you have three pieces of paper and on one piece of paper, you write down all of your information. Don't actually do this. This is just an (laughs) analogy. But like on one piece of paper, you write down your primary piece of paper. You write down everything and you say, okay, well, my team needs to know my social media credentials, my usernames and passwords for all these different places. So I'm going to put those on this team sheet of paper and then I can hand that to them, but they won't have access to this first one. And my kids don't need access to either one of those things. So I'm going to have this third piece of paper. And that's where I'm going to write down the things that they need access to. I don't know, Netflix, uh, a Disney online account, your Comcast credentials, or, you know, whatever that happens to be, Mm -hmm. so that those are separate. And you can think about it that way. This, This vault, this piece of paper is separate from this other piece of paper. And I keep different types of information in it based on who needs access to what things. That's so good. Okay, so now I've just changed my password or I've, I've just uh, I'm on my phone and I saw this really cool thing on Instagram and now I'm going to that website and I want to buy it and to buy it I've got to open up an account and create a password etc mm-hmm. and so um, I save that on my it automatically saves it for me on one password right if um, you have the browser extension yeah okay now if I I have the browser extension, so it automatically saves that for me in my app. I don't even have to think about it. Next time I open up my phone and open up 1Password, I'll see that it's already been saved for me. But now I'm home, and I'm on my laptop computer, and I want to go to that store again. How do I get that information from my phone, where it's stored on 1Password, to my computer, my desktop, my laptop? You sync it. Um, so we have several sync methods you can use right now. iCloud, if you are in the Apple ecosystem, if you use Mac, Macs, iPhones, iPod Touches, and iPads. Um, we also use Dropbox Sync, um, and that syncs across everything. So, so what do you mean by that? What do you? So when I does that mean I need to install? I actually, you know, I know the answer here, but I'm I do. Yes. Okay. Okay. So if let's. So if I buy one password. When I pay that one-time fee, does that cover all of my devices? Okay, so one password is licensed per platform per person. And businesses are separate. So per platform means, so we have one password for Android, Ah. iOS, Mac, and Windows. So each of those is a platform. So if you buy one password for Mac, you can use it on all of your Macs. And it's actually, again, per family. So you and up to five other people in your household can use that same license on That's however just many Macs. That is just stupid, people. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Like, that is crazy to me. Yeah. And, that is and such it, a deal. Right. And it applies for, for all of our products. They are per platform, Windows, Android, Mac, iOS, per person or per family, excuse me. So you buy the one license. And it's, one, and it's a lifetime license? 
it for for the the version you're on. Yeah. So one password five. You buy it today. You can use one password five until you it ever doesn't... seen that furniture commercial where they're like, "You're killing me, Larry." <laughs> like I need to talk to your CFO because I mean that's a beautiful thing, and it is definitely to the um, benefit of the consumer because that that's amazing. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's a good product with excellent support. We no really doubt. we really stand behind it. I, my favorite thing is when the little lock unlocks. You're like, score! I just feel like a ninja, even though it's my master password. Well, Every it, time I'm like, I'm a ninja. And if you're like me, you don't type it accurately all that often. So no, I've got a, these feels... long, bonquiqui <laughs> acrylic nails that just don't make for accurate typing. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I it usually takes me two or three times to type my password incorrectly, <laughs> even though I've been using it for a while. So. Yeah. It's added an added bonus. Okay, so once we've got that, then it, and I have it installed on each of my devices. It doesn't install itself. You have to install it on each of your devices. And then what you're saying is once you've done that, then you will need a secondary way to make sure everything's talking to everything. In other words, mm-hmm. um, if I have it synced to either Dropbox or iCloud, then when I am shopping on my phone and I save the password, it's telling one password on my desktop, here's the updated information. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Okay, good. Um, And then I guess the next question might be, uh, which is better, iCloud or Dropbox to sync these files? Um, there, I wouldn't say one is better. It's just what you're more comfortable with. Uh, The the caveat was safer, maybe. Well, also, also a question. Hang on just a second. So um, first of all, which one is better? Um, iCloud, you have to use only Apple devices. iCloud, mm-hmm. iCloud Sync is not available on Windows or Android at this time. Um, so there is that. Also, because of the way Apple has allowed us to access iCloud, we can only sell that version on the Mac App Store. So if you buy 1Password for Mac from the Algebit store, so you use your web browser, Safari, Firefox, Chrome, whatever, and you go to algebits.com and buy it from the store, that version cannot sync with iCloud. Um, so that's that's just one thing to mm, take note good of. Good to know. Dropbox is cross-platform. All oh. four of our platforms can sync with one another via Dropbox. So if you want to use a Mac and a Windows computer or a Windows computer and Android phone, use Dropbox. Or you can also use Wi-Fi sync. There are some intricacies with that. But for the most part, just use Dropbox. As for what's more secure, remember, your data in 1Password is encrypted with that 256 or with the AES 256 bit encryption which means that it is safe in there it's safe in your Dropbox account it's not accessible to anybody who does not know your master password mm. that is such a feeling of relief i must say now for those who are like wait a second do i have to say it all happens seamlessly it all happens in the background you just have mm-hmm. to connect the dots you need to use Dropbox or iCloud whichever right. you're most comfortable with um can I put you on the spot and ask your personal opinion? Sure. Okay. You ready for this? Uh, I'll try. Uh, listen, you, you, your day is spent in security. Mm-hmm. Are you an Android user or an iPhone? I mean, an Android user or an iPhone user? I am firmly in the Apple ecosystem. So I use Macs. I use iPads. I use um, iPhones. Do you believe that there is greater risk of compromise on Android devices? That's a really tough question. At the risk um, of, hate, of receiving hate mail. <laughs> 
you know, I'm I'm pretty agnostic. I prefer the way iOS devices work. Um, oh, Android, come on. I do. Let's um, cut, listen, I want to know which one, honestly, you're talking to just me. No one's listening. <laughs> which one do you think is safer? You know, a- Android does have vulnerabilities. Um, Android is often lauded and praised for being open and iOS, um, Apple on uh, iPhone and iPad is often criticized for being so closed. Mm. But what that openness means is that it's accessible to people who want to do malicious things. (laughs) That doesn't mean that it can't happen on iOS. There are vulnerabilities that pop up from time to time. Nothing, you know, everything is programmed by people and people are fallible. That's just unfortunately how we are. Um, So it, it just, it, it kind of depends. Android Android does seem to have vulnerabilities more frequently than iOS does. And that's part of why I personally use it. But I have many people who work at Agile, Agile Bits prefer Android. And, okay, well, there you, know. you go. That's an honest answer. I just want your, your honest opinion. <laughs> people can do what they want to do. Okay, now this is for people who already have the app. Mm-hmm. Uh, because most of my listeners, um, you know, they, they're they're great. They, they do follow through and understand that this is something that's really important. It's not about being famous. It's not about having a bunch of followers. It's not even about putting your information out in social media. It's just about operating smart on the internet and in the environment in which we live. And so many of them are using the app. Mm -hmm. And I, I get some of the same questions which relate to how to use it the right way. So I open up the one password app. Do I then have to, if I'm going, let's say, on Instagram or on Facebook, do I stay within the app and go on these sites or do I go into the app for Instagram or the app for Facebook? And then I guess that's a question. (laughs) I don't think that there's necessarily a right way to do it. I personally have the Instagram app and the Facebook app. I don't. We do have a built-in browser in one password where you can go and you can log into these services. That's not how I choose to use it. Um, You know, one browser is is great, but um, I just, I like having separate apps. So it's entirely up to you how you want to use it. And I think that's the beauty of one password is that, the way I use it and the way my coworkers use it is completely different because mm-hmm. it's such a flexible thing that we can do it. Um, we can use it in a way that makes sense to each of us. So I think a lot of people know that the most common way to use it is to store passwords, mm-hmm. to store and to create generated answers to security questions that are not the real answers. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people know that it's a great way to to store account information, et cetera. But what are some ways we might not be thinking or some things that we can safely store and secure in one password that are, are different from just passwords and, and answers to security questions? Oh, gosh, everything. So Ooh, this is exciting. You. Okay, I got my notepad. <laughs> I'll tell you, I um, I... I am a contracted employee with Agile Bits and, um, you know, therefore I, I have a contract. So I have a PDF of my contract stored in one password. Um, I do that with a secure note that's labeled Agile Bits contract and I added it as an attachment on my Mac. Um, Dude, I didn't even know you could do yeah, that. Yes. Oh my God, you just blew my mind again. <laughs> so right now our mobile support for attachments. Like every contract that I have could be in one password. Exactly. Yep. And oh that way. Oh my, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> 
And that way it's protected with that, with the encryption. So um, that's why I really love using it like that. You do have to do that from a computer at this point. We're looking at adding adding the ability to create attachments um, on our mobile platforms, but that's not quite there yet. But as long as you're sitting at a computer, you can you can throw an attachment in, and there you go. You know where it is. You know it's encrypted. You know what it's, about secret it's photos? I, I guess if you want to do that, yeah, you could. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can do. I that. wasn't going there, Aline. <laughs> well, with so many celebrity photo leaks lately, you know. Another thing is, like, I have my my known traveler number for, for the TSA in there so that when I travel mm-hmm. and I'm filling out um, forms, uh, filling out buying my plane ticket, there we go, mm-hmm. um, I can just copy and paste my known traveler number. I never forget to do it because it's so easy to do. I don't have to dig the card out. And so you could literally, like, numbers. take a picture of your driver's license. I mean, just, mm-hmm. I don't know, you could, you could lose it at some point. And not that right. it's going to count as ID, but right. at least it's helpful. And how about... Passports. Passports, great. So here's the coolest, in my opinion, the coolest thing about 1Password is how easy it makes it to fill in addresses and credit card numbers. Dude, that, amen. (laughs) Because, listen, I'm a power shopper. (laughs) So let me talk about credit cards a little bit. You know, we talked about earlier how you have to, um, again, Heaven forbid something happened to your credit card information, but if someone gets their hands on your card, you you leave your purse behind at a restaurant. It has your credit card in it. How do you know what number to call? That's true. How do you know? Or you what know, your number was. Right, exactly. So that's that's one of the things that 1Password does. You sit down with your credit cards. You can do this over a series of days. You don't have to do all of this at once. I know it sounds really overwhelming, but you get your credit card out. You enter in the number, your expiration date, the little three or four digit code for it. But you also enter in the phone number in case it gets lost or stolen. You enter in like all of that important information associated with that credit card. And that way, if something happens to it, you say, okay, I can pull up this item in one password. I can call. And it's it's so much easier than panicking you know I'm glad you know that you said this exactly is not something you have is. to do in one day because when I first got the app Darren Natoni who's uh, my security guru who really just is like one password is the only way to go he was showing me his he it literally flew out to Southern California and he and his wife stayed here for three days helping us wipe every because we really got hacked wipe every mm-hmm. single device every computer every everything and it took forever. Yeah. And as we were kind of rebuilding slowly, he was showing me his one password. And I'm like, that is like my one password dream list. Like he had like his entire, like everything is there. And I was like, that's my goal is to every day to put things in one place. Like it's such peace of mind when you know where to find things. And the way you have it organized where there are these different categories and the little icons, it, it's just so visually appealing, I have to tell you, that Thank I get you. excited every time I add something. That's really good to hear. I'll pass that on to our design team. They'll be I glad love to it. hear it. I, yeah. I have a little bit of OCD, so I, it needs to like look organized too, and it yeah. really does. Yeah, that's that's something that um, Dan and Matt are designers, and they are both amazing, and they really sweat the details. And Let's it's, give it up for Dan and yeah. Matt. Good job, <laughs> Dan and Matt. You guys did a good job. They awesome. are great. Yeah, so take it. So I've been a 1Password user since I looked this up, actually. I, my first item was created in 2010, and then there was a three-year gap, and then I started using it again in 2013. 
And I'll tell you what happened. I got really, really overwhelmed. This is long before I started working at Agile Bits. I started there last year, but I've been a user since 2013. And I got overwhelmed. I was like, I have all of this information. At the time I worked in the healthcare industry, I had to have a password for everything. And it was too much to enter in. And I just froze. And what I wish someone had told me was, you don't have to do it all at once. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. do two items a day, add add two logins a day, or with the browser extension, like you were talking about, how it saves things automatically, mm-hmm. makes it really easy. Just save things as you log into websites. And then one weekend you enter in two credit cards and maybe you put your passport information in there. Um, so you don't have to take it on all at once. It's okay That's to become tip. more secure by pieces. Such a great tip. It's just like cleaning house. You know, you don't have to clean the whole house exactly. in one hour, but you've got to decide that it's important. And, you know, what is really more important than than securing everything? I mean, right now, it's such a different time from when our parents grew up. And people are always worried about like, oh, your kids are going to get abducted or this is going to. I'm like, no, your life is going to get abducted if you yeah. don't really learn that in the last, just the last couple of years, everything's changed. The habits we were practicing just a couple of years ago are obsolete. And yep. we've got, a, it's not that big of a deal. Once you learn, just like when you first got a smartphone and you're like, I don't want to do this. I just want to call people. Right. And now it's like a little tiny mini computer and we know how to do all these crazy things. So bite the bullet. It's time. The time is now. Don't go another day without taking these precautions. And listen, I have Agile Bits to thank for making, It did take some slowing down to get to understand how to use it. But as soon as I did, you have sped things up for me by 10x. With a couple of clicks. So I fill in my credit card details. I log in and I don't have to think about it. I say, like you said, it saves so much time to be able to do that just in the browser. You can do that on iOS. We have an extension. So if you're shopping on your phone. You you have to install the extension. You must do that. Amazing. And what is this uh, service priced at? Regular price mm-hmm. is um, in U.S. dollars. We are international, so it kind of varies based on exchange rates and that kind of thing. But it's $50 on Mac and Windows, and it's $9.99 for Android and iOS. We do have sales from time to time. We do not announce Do you understand that, that, is, that is just silly? That is just <laughs> silly. Part. The pricing, and that that's, a, that's a lifetime fee, that's just silly. You yeah. people, you don't even understand like what an amazing service this is, and that that I d- did not know that until this interview that it was a lifetime. Yeah, uh, you might you might need to th- rethink that as a business. I got to tell you. Well, like I said, <laughs> we will at the moment. It is so jump on board, people. Right. And this one's really uh, for my mom. <laughs> um, when you get stuck, mm-hmm. and let's just say that your daughter Shalene is not available to you twenty four seven to to be your tech support. Uh-huh. Where would you direct Marge or anyone else for that matter who is like, I don't understand what I'm doing or how this works? Where are there tutorials that we can see? So if you go to support.onepassword.com, and that's mm-hmm. the number one, um, we have a user guide that kind of for each platform. We have a user guide that'll walk you through kind of the basic things. How do I set up a credit card item? How do I start syncing? How do I do whatever? We also have a knowledge base. And that knowledge base is just 
basically, I mean, you can browse through it if you want to, but just there's a big search box. You can't really miss it. You just enter in the thing that you're having trouble with. And it's pretty likely that we're going to have an article up there that will help you with the trouble that you're experiencing. If that doesn't help, we have forums at discussions.agilebits.com. And you can go there, you can ask your questions, and an Agilebits team member will answer it. You have been awesome. Thank you so much, Aline. Obviously, you're very gifted at being able to break this down into layman's terms. Please send my huge compliments back to everybody at Agile Bits because I'm a huge 1Password fan, and I think what you guys are doing is remarkable. Thank you, and I'm, I was so sorry to hear what happened to you, but I'm, I'm really glad that 1Password is now helping make your life easier. You know it, and it's all, <laughs> always there's always a purpose behind it, and I believe that's why people have heard, you've heard this podcast today, because you need to protect yourself. That, that would be the only reason why, so please make sure you take action today. Aline, thank you so much. Thank you. This episode of Build Your Tribe and The Shalene Show is brought to you by Smart Success. We open up Smart Success just once a year. Smart Success is for people who are interested in making sure they're making smart decisions, reorganizing their life, their priorities, creating systems for all the things that we do so that you can have peace, so that you know your goals are aligned with your priorities, so that you and your partner and the people who matter the most are on the same page. It's a seminar that my husband and I do together. We only open it up once a year. So if you want to make sure you get on that list, please be sure to go to smartsuccess.com. Oh, and as a friendly reminder, don't forget to download Darren's checklist. Yep, that's just my PSA. You do that by going to beyondthepassword.com. As always, thank you so much for giving me this time. It is truly truly an honor to be with you thank you so much for the reviews you've left for both shows and most importantly for your faith your trust and your support i love you guys you are the bomb.com <laughs>